Hey guys, this is Anna. So before we get today, get on with the show today, let's hear from our sponsor. Hey everybody, this is the Ramblings of a Transgender Christian. I am your host, Anna Hudak. So today I want to talk about something um, that <clears throat> has been very much on my mind for a while. And that is anger. I have a lot of anger issues. Um been a very, very angry person for a very, very long time. Like, I really kind of can't remember life without anger. Um, you know? And it's been something that just has been slowly eating away at me for a long, long time. Like, like I, like, I had a lot of anger, but it's not like I was always angry when I was a younger child. Like, today, like, you know that quote in Avengers, you know, when, um, you know, the first Avengers movie, um, when Bruce Banner turns to Captain America and says, you want to know my secret? I'm always angry. And then he just turns into the Hulk. Like, that, that, that is kind of like me. Like, I am always angry. Like, the anger is always there, simmering underneath the surface. <laughs> You know, I can pretty much always feel it. It's just waiting to boil over. Um, and yeah, it's it's been destructive. Like lately, you know, to be honest, um, one of the things I've been doing a lot is on Twitter, just going, just writing out a bunch of tweets that are written strictly out of anger. Um, where I generally advocate for something I really probably shouldn't. Oftentimes. Uh, crimes, which, you know, are very much against Twitter's terms of service. And then I sheepishly end up deleting them after a little bit. Because, yeah, it doesn't look too good for me to tweet that. Um, or I start picking a bunch of fights that I really shouldn't. You know, um, I'll start saying, or just start, like, tweeting, you know, t t things about people, you know, that I really shouldn't say. Um, a lot of my anger. I think, of course, once that anger kind of wears off, you know, a little bit, because you can only maintain the anger for so long. Um, you're just like, what the fuck have I done? You know, oh my god, this is a, this is a fucking horror show that I started. You know? And it's something that, you know, that's been going on on Twitter, you know. Um, thankfully, you know, that's really the worst extent it can get because, well, I'm a fucking hermit. Um, I don't ever interact with other people uh, um, offline. The only way I ever interact with anybody is online. So thankfully for any of the damage is mostly pretty min minimals. Mostly interacting with people I'll never ever have to talk with again because I block them immediately afterwards. But, you know, once I get a job, that's not going to be an option. I'm going to have to learn to uh, keep my anger in check. Good luck on that. You know, one of my memories, it's been very vivid in my head, um, is from when I was in high school. Uh, I used to be a part of this thing called Bible quizzing. 
basically, you know, you'd study a book or a few of the Bible, depending, you know, what books they were, book or books they were. Um, you know, um, you know, and you'd study them, you know, usually a, f a few chapters at a time, and then you'd get together a few times a year with a bunch of other churches, um, and then you would sit on these benches that had triggers in them to figure out who jumped it first, you know, who got off the bench first. Um, and whoever did would get to answer the question. It, it, massive oversimplification, but, you know, that's basically kind of how it worked. Um, and I remember one time, like, I was the team quoter. I was the one who had to memorize, you know, um, ver the certain verses so I'd be able to quote them perfectly. Because we had a bunch of different types of questions. There were like quote questions, which is, was a certain verse or two that you had to quote perfectly. Um, and you didn't get a redo. It was, you got to quote it perfectly the first time. Or just like, you know, some like there, there were like regular questions, which was like something like in a verse. Like, you know, um, like in the Gospel of John, you know. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Jesus turned the water into... I mean, sorry. Yeah, Jesus turned the water into what? And, of course, the question would be, why? You know, like, you know, stuff like that. Um, they would never ask a question exactly like that, but you get the point. Um, and I never ever types of questions. Um... But yeah, I was the team quoter. I had to memorize the certain verses um, to be able to quote them perfectly. And I was sitting there trying to quote the verses to my mom. And there was one of them I just kept fucking up. And I eventually just got so wildly angry at myself. But So we had this uh, cabinet. It was this wood cabinet that was pretty damn thick and weighed several hundred pounds. Um... And I went up to it, and I punched it with all my fucking might. Um, like, I, and I just fucking punched it. I think I may actually punched it twice. Um, and I didn't, and I was so angry, but I felt literally no pain. Like, I should have been fucking, I should have been feeling a shit ton of pain from that, but I felt no pain. No pain whatsoever. And my mom is just sitting there watching in horror as she's listening to me. Yeah, that's one of my most vivid memories of my anger boiling over. I have the great capacity to harm because of it. And, you know, I did a lot, with, my, but so far it's only been verbally. Because, yeah, I do harm people verbally all the time, including people who are close to me. Believe me, I am not careful with my tongue. At all. I am a fucking master at being, uh, at harming others verbally. I'm remembering very vividly if he, about just what, like a year or two ago? I think it would have been about a, it would have been probably about a year and a half ago now. You're doing church in the car, you know, car church, you know. Everybody, you know, like, uh, the, the, the pastor 
would uh, do one of those like shortwave, you know, radio things, you know, like, um, you know, find a frequency that wasn't being used, then just for that block, you know, would use that um, radio frequency, tap into that radio frequency to broadcast the sermon. But it's so, like we would all like go into the church parking lot to listen. Remember sitting there just making my sisters feel bad for how we couldn't lose weight. You know, um, and how much we were eating. I was doing it. And I didn't feel any remorse for a little bit. Until a little bit later when I realized just how emotionally devastated they were at how I was, uh, you know, just being a jackass, being careless and cold about how insecure they were over her body image. I mean, they have serious body image issues. So do I. Me and I generally hit them better for the most, um, except for my mom, you know. It's amazing how much parents can figure out about you and yet how clueless they can be at the same time. Like, my mom figured out pretty easily about body image issues, but... You know, she can figure out a shit ton of other stuff, but that was one thing she was able to figure out, but, you know. Um, you know, and I... I attacked my sister's insecurity about her body image. And I knew it. Like, I knew what I was doing. And I used her body image issues against them. Purposefully. Because I'm really... I'm a cold-ass fucker. You know, because... At the end of the day, I kind of like Harmony and others, if I'm being honest. You know, I, I felt guilt over it after a little bit. A few minutes. Because the thing is, because I still have enough of a heart for the most part that I can't feel good about my harm for long. I still feel good about harming them in the moment, but after a little bit, yeah, I'm going to feel terrible about it. And, yeah, I, um, yeah, that was bad of me. I hate myself to this day for that. I don't think I even bothered to apologize for them because I knew they wouldn't, nor should they. Yeah, anyway, I am going way off track. Not the story I meant to tell. Um, but yeah, you know, so I have been, for my anger, reading a lot about, I've been, I, a few nights ago, I just picked up my ESV Bible that I have by my nightstand. Um, and just went to the concordance. And just decided to see... What does the Bible have to say about anger? And so, yeah, dude, so I just decided to just uh, read the verses I had about it. So the first one is in Numbers uh, 14, 18. For the Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity and transgression. 
but he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. So yeah, um, what does it say? The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity and transgression, but he won't forgive the guilty. Um, clear the guilty, sorry. Um, and I can't help but feel that that's kind of what we should be aiming for, you know. Are we not to try to be more Christ-like, more godly in our conduct? And if the Lord is slow to anger, bounding in love, he forgives iniquity and transgression, but it not going to clear the guilty. Like, he recognizes you've done wrong. Like, he's not just going to get like, okay, um, you know, you said the magic prayer, you know, you, you said you're sorry. Okay, okay, we're, we're just going to forget you ever did anything wrong. Um, you know, are there going to be any consequences for you doing wrong? No, there's still going to be consequences for what you did. Like, you're still going to face the consequences. I'm not, um, I'm not going to be holding this against you. Like, I'm not going to be sitting there dwelling on this. Like, no, we're just going to let the natural consequences play out. Because that's what this is. Like, it's not like God's sitting there punishing you for, you know, whatever you did. It's that he's letting the natural consequences of your actions play out. Because everything we do has a consequence, good or bad. And if you do something bad, well, guess what? There's going to be a consequence for that. And basically, God is just like, I'm not going to spare you from your consequences, you know, and neither should we. We shouldn't try to spare someone of the natural consequences of their actions. But we should forgive them for what they did. You know, there's a difference between forgiving for what you did, somebody did against you, and but also trying to spare them of the consequences. Those are very different things. Um, you can forgive them and allow the natural consequences. To play out. You know, but I think even more importantly is, you know, it says that he is slow to anger. What am I, Anna? Fast to anger. Fast to anger am I. You know, it's always boiling, but it's just waiting to boil over, baby. Believe me, nothing gets me angry. I mean, just... I just, the anger is just goes off like a fucking firecracker. Like, takes no time to get me angry. Fast to anger am I, the great Anna Hudak. But Yahweh, God, slow to anger. That's like the exact opposite of me. That's not good. I should be more like God. I'm not. So already the Bible kind of, you know, like slapping me in the face. Like, what you doing, Anna? What you doing? Y y you need to get better. Y y you can't be letting this anger. Y you, let it, you need to be working on this anger. This ain't God-like at all. 
Right now, you are the exact opposite of God. And we're just on the first verse about anger. Oh boy. You know, and abounding in steadfast love. Yeah, that ain't me. Mm -mm. I am not abounding in steadfast love. I am abounding in steadfast hatred, though. Oh, believe me, I've got a lot of hatred in my heart for a lot of people. So, yeah, I may not be able to do the love part, God, but will you, but will you, but, you know, maybe God will be merciful on me and me only and allow, and, and allow steadfast hatred. Yeah, I, somebody, somebody tells me he won't. Somebody tells me that um, he's not going to allow uh, people who are hateful little assholes um, into his kingdom. Uh, so maybe that's something I should work on, you know, not being living in steadfast hatred, you know. Um, but yeah, then there's another verse. Proverbs 14, um, 14, 29. So Proverbs 14, 29. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding. But he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. So yeah, um, if you're wise, you have a slow temper. You know, you don't get anger easily. That's the wise thing. Those are those who, you know, go chase after wisdom do. If, you, if you're looking for wisdom, you're slow to anger. If you're a fool, you get angry quickly. Boy, things are looking great for Anna, aren't we? You know, um, I'm the exact opposite of God right now, and I'm a fool. Oh, boy. Things are looking great for me. <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, you know what? My quick temper has led me to do a lot of foolish things. I can look back and admit that. Has there been a time when I've been quick to anger and um, something good has happened? No, in fact, the, the exact opposite has happened. I've gotten in stupid fights, said stupid things, um, and harmed people. I can say, looking back at my life, my quick to angerness. Has never led to anything good. In fact, usually to a lot of bad things. Um, so yeah, that's uh, awesome. Proverbs 15, verse 1. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So yeah, don't if you don't want to stir up anger, be be kind in your answers, be thoughtful, be wise. But a, a answer given in anger is just going to cause more anger. 
You're not gonna lie, that, 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 that may be actually the biggest kick in the ass so far for me. Because, you know, I am a prolific on Twitter on my angry answers. Like, a lot of my Twitter is just me angrily responding to people. And causing up more anger. That is definitely probably the biggest kick in the gut so far. Not gonna lie. Which says a lot about me, that, uh... This is the van that takes me worse, harder than being the exact opposite of God, you know? Um, yeah. Oof. Let's see. Um, let me, oops, skipped way too far ahead. Oh, God. I really skipped far ahead. Um, several books ahead. My God. What's wrong with me? <clears throat> All right, so then, um, <clears throat> Proverbs twenty seven four. Yeah, Proverbs twenty seven four. Wrath is cruel. Anger is overwhelming. But who can stand before jealousy? Yeah, you know, um, again, I, I can assess that. When I get angry, that's all I feel. And yeah, like, that's the best way to describe when I get really angry is the feeling I feel. Overwhelmed. Like, I legitimately feel overwhelmed by my anger. Every fucking time. I can fully attest to that's how I feel, and this is the very first time reading this verse a few nights ago, um, was the first time when it's like, oh, that's what I'm experiencing. It all makes sense now. Believe me, that's not a good thing you want to feel. Um, let's see here. Um, then basically a lot of them are the next few verses are just basically restatements of, um, of numbers 14, 18, you know, like being slow to anger and all that stuff, um, that God is slow to anger. Um, so we're just going to skip those ones. Um, ah, here we go. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Uh, 1220. <clears throat> Um. Okay, no, we're just going to skip that one. Um, sorry about this. Um, okay, here we go. Ephesians 4.16. There we go. Uh, let's get to that verse. Let's see. Uh, ah, here we go. Let's get to Ephesians pretty quickly. Uh, surprisingly, normally I have to do the Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, you know, I have to go through those, you know. Um, you know, that little, uh, quadru quadru uh, quadruple thing there, you know, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. I always gotta, I, I, I gotta, it's hard to keep in mind, you know, which one is first, but then, you know, 
If you ever, if you ever having trouble, trouble remembering the order of those books, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, just remember this. Gentiles eat pork chops. Gentiles eat pork chops. Remember that. Um, all right. There you go. Ephesians or eat. 426. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. <clears throat> Basically, it's not that it's necessarily wrong to be to have anger at times. Like anger can be good. You know, there is such thing as righteous anger, you know. Getting angry over oppression, for example. Getting um, you know, experiencing anger there's been a great wrong done to you. That's not bad. You should feel those things. It's what you do with anger. Do you use that anger to sin? This verse is saying, do not sin in that anger. You know, when, you know, like, somebody's done something against you. So fine to feel angry. Just don't sin with that anger. You know, and don't go to bed with that anger. Because if you do, that means that anger is going to get transferred to the next day. And probably the next day. And you're just going to be living in that anger. You need to, you know, you, you, you need to let the anger go. Because the anger will just eat away at you. It's not going to just disappear. Like, you've got to get a hold on it. You've got to, you've got to end the anger. Yeah, that, that's definitely not what I, Anna Hudak, do. Not what I do at all. Most nights I go to bed feeling angry. Pretty much every fucking night. <clears throat> yeah. Any... <clears throat> Anyway, sorry. Like, I had nothing in my throat up until I decided to start recording. And all of a sudden, I just, everything gets caught in my throat. Like, crazy. Um, let's see. I think this is the next one we want to do. Uh, let me see here. Okay, yep. Colossians 3.8. Or Chops 3.8. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. So, yeah, so the context of this verse is when you become a Christian, to become a new creature, what is it that you have to stop doing? And the very first thing God says you need to put away is, <clears throat> you know, in the second list. There was a first list that included like sexual immorality, impurity, whatever, but the second list. 
um, is anger. If you're living in anger, I mean, this is the exact opposite of Christ-like. Like, we are called as Christians to not live in anger. Once again, we're not called to never be angry. You know, we should be angry at great inju at injustice done to others and to us, you know, it's injustices we see in society and shit like that. We should be angry at injustice. It's not something we are called to dwell in. That's what fools do. That's what, you know, those who aren't saved do. We as Christians are called to put away the anger. And here I have not. You know, like, I mean, I'm just looking at this entire fucking list. <clears throat> Anger, wrath, malice, slander, obscene talk. You know, and even going on to the next verse. Do not lie to one another. I haven't put any of those away. There's not a single one of those things that I have put away. And yet here I am going around calling myself a Christian. I'm living in all of these things. How can I call myself a Christian? If... I am doing the exact opposite consistently what I am told I am to do. Because I can't. I guess I probably shouldn't call myself one until they work on these, right? But yeah, um, yeah, uh, let me see, um, there's another verse in First Timothy, I don't remember this one at all, let's see, um, see here. Where is First Timothy? Ah, just skipped over it. Went straight to Titus. Um, uh, no, we can skip that one. Then Jane, um, and that's basically the same as the others. Okay, here we go. And I think this is the final verse we're going to be talking about.
So this one, the final verse that we'll be talking about today is Matthew 5, 22. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. Yeah, basically he's just saying, don't be angry with others, don't lie in anger with others, against others. Eternal condemnation waits for those who live in anger towards others. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about lately, because I do live in anger. And the Bible doesn't have anything good to say about those who live in anger. The Bible doesn't have anything good to say about people like me. Those of us who live in our anger. And to be honest, I don't know what to do. How do you just throw away a lifetime of anger? Like, it, it kind of feels like in a way... Like, how dare you, God, expect me to just throw this away? Like, you know, I kind of almost in some ways feel a little bit angry towards God for it, for saying this. Which I know is kind of part of the problem. Like, God, how, do, how the fuck do you expect me to just throw aside my anger? This seems kind of unreasonable. You know, it's not like you're sitting here in the Bible prescribing how to do it. Like, like, I, like I didn't see any instructions in the Bible on how to stop being angry. It just said, don't do it. Like, like is that literally what you just want me to do? Just like, to stop it? Like... Kind of a tall order, you know, not exactly the most practical information, but. Kind of feels impossible, to be honest. But I guess the easy thing is to just lie in my anger and let it destroy me even more than it already has. Well, I guess the question is, am I going to do the hard thing? Try to learn to let go of my anger. Or continue to do the easy thing. And lie in it, live in it. Because that's kind of my choice. Do it's easy. Nothing good happens. Do the hard thing. 
and be more Christ-like at the least. I know what the easy answer is. You know, the good-sounding answer is throw aside the anger, but, you know, that's much easier said than done. I guess we'll just wait and see what my actions actually are. Anyway, that's really everything I've got for this episode. Uh, thank you all for listening to me preach a sermon against myself. Um, hopefully you got something out of it. Anyway, that's everything I've really got for today, everyone. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day. A day free of anger. Peace.